found the late night edition of the reality of health. All you guys and gals join me for an evening of introspection of the deeper nuances of how to develop your health with your partner. Our topic tonight not only is informative but also provocative. Let's talk about sex. All right, calm down. We're all adults here. Quick disclaimer, I'm going to get a little graphic, but we'll keep it R-rated. I know some might be disappointed by that, but this is a health podcast after all. Probably should listen to this one without children around. Not gonna hold back, but I'm gonna be a little discerning about the words I choose. I understand this topic is controversial, but let me tell you, If you don't think that sex has anything to do with your health, you are sorely mistaken. Today's episode's gonna be stimulating. Okay, stop it already. All right, so we all go into sex with preconceived notions. Whatever you have settled to believe it is the way it is supposed to be, that's fine. Or you can open up your mind to so much more than you have been led to believe. You see, sex doesn't always have to be romantic. Although that's fun too. Sometimes concentrating on being romantic, you forget about yourself trying to pleasure your partner. Good sex means you don't have to worry about that. You can both relax and just go with it, but be intentional to cultivate health. There's times to be romantic, and then there's other times you can use sex for health. Believe me. Romantic sex, and the more of that you can do, is great for your spiritual and mental health. Physically, you can do great things utilizing sex. That's what we're talking about today. This is different. Remember, your mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to talk about body with sex. Hopefully, we're not going to sit in junior high and giggling in the back of the room the whole time, but I'm going to hopefully enlighten you and help you understand there's more to your health utilizing sex than you ever thought. Your health has a lot to do with sex. You can utilize sex to increase your health. Yes, this is a real thing. I know it seems like, really, I get to have sex and increase my health at the same time? Yes, you do. There is so much more. You just haven't been enlightened. Because see, in America, modern age, oh, we don't think that it has anything to do with health. We think health is just diet, exercise, and don't hurt yourself. Well, guess what? You are about to learn some really cool stuff. Now, first of all, it's not just about having an orgasm, Mm. although we all love that. It's about stimulating the central nervous system, specifically the parasympathetic nervous system. Let me just break in right here and say, this topic is polarizing. On one hand, we get excited to talk about sex and hear about the things that I'm gonna bring you. But also it can be a little textbook, a little bit like we're at school. Well, I'm trying to bring this to you in such a way that you are educated and then you get to go have fun. You see, let's get the education out of the way and then you can go practice. You see what I mean? All right, 
enough of that. Like I said, it's not just about an orgasm. Orgasm's the last thing you need to think about when it comes to utilizing sex for health. You see, your sexual organs are not the main area of focus for sexual health and how to help your body with disease. There's more going on than just that area or areas, if you know what I mean. Starts in the sexual organs first. That's the prostate, testes, ovaries, uterus, vagina, breasts, and yes, the anus. Like a man's anus. For those of you that recognize that reference, they are responsible for hormone secretion, sexual energy, and the response to sex, and of course, reproduction. These are the igniters, or the stove, or essence of that startup, of the other six organs to improve your health. Yes, you have six different organ systems for your health. These can be stimulated through sex. You ready? Here we go. First, utilize those areas down there, depending on male or female. Once you start stimulating those areas, next, that will then stimulate the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands then support the kidneys, the bones, bone marrow, and spine. Where do you get this information from, Eric? Well, this might be a little Chinese-oriented in Chinese medicine, but lately we have proven that all of these things interconnect. It's not just meridians and chi and all this other kind of stuff. This is real science. We know this. Matter of fact, in medicine, nowadays in allopathic medicine, we have acupuncture, medical acupuncture. You can get done at the hospital. Oh, so you don't want anesthetics to go into surgery? Well, they can use acupuncture to block the feeling to the area you're going to get surgery on. There are doctors that practice this, so they know it's real. This is what happens. We know the adrenals will support the kidneys, bones, bone marrow, and spine. After that, it moves up into the pancreas. That maintains control over your whole digestive system, not just blood sugar and your body temperature. Then after that, the energy works up into the thymus gland, which governs your heart and your circulatory system and the immune system. Then that then works into your thyroid gland, which maintains the metabolism of the cells in your body and your growth. So if you want to maintain the metabolism, that's energy in, utilization, spent molecules out, that's governed by your thyroid. By the way, we will get into thyroid coming up in the next few weeks, probably. And your growth. You want to grow? That's both in the gym when you want to make new muscle or as a child. You need to support the thyroid gland. Thyroid also is responsible for the respiratory system. Isn't that amazing? Who would have thought? Well, they knew this. Next, goes up into your pituitary gland. Ho oh, ho, that governs memory, wisdom, intelligence, and thought. We think the pituitary gland, we've heard so much about the pituitary gland. And yeah, that's because it does all of these things and more. But guess what? There's one bigger. That's the pineal gland, which is right after the pituitary gland. This energy from sex 
mind you, gets its way this stimulation through your um regions makes its way up into the pineal gland. That directly affects the other glands that you have through its secretions. It's the center of your head. Some say maybe even the spiritual center. Only human beings have this gland. We are the only beings on the planet that have a pineal gland. No other animals or beings have this. That could be why we are the only beings that worship God. It rules intuition and consciousness. Yes, I just brought God into a sex conversation. Because, after all, who made it? The more you stimulate these organs during sex, the more health you can achieve. Don't believe me? Well, I'll explain more in a little bit. See, you want to use it to your advantage before you have an orgasm. You want to cultivate the health from sex, then release. And that's only if you have to. What does that mean? What are you saying? Oh, don't worry. We're going to get into that. There's more to sex than you've ever learned. For those of you that already know this, well, it's just going to be old hat. But for the rest of you, oh yeah, this is going to rock your world. And let me say, there's a twofold purpose for this episode, and it's probably going to go into two because this is a really big topic, but it's not only about your health, but is it not about fun too? Are you not connecting with your partner? How cool is that? So this is going to be really deep. This is why I want it to be really informative and for you to really grasp all of this and realize I'm giving this information to you. It's not just about health. It is also about all the benefits outside of that. The EMF fields, stress reduction, connection with your partner, connection with the spiritual realm, whatever it is for you. If you want to know all the goods, bear with me. I'm going to inform you of how we know about all of this. All right. So in Chinese medicine, they had to take care of emperors. You see? So picture an emperor of China. I mean, like super long ago. Okay. They probably still utilize this today. Just don't talk much about it because we're so modern. Everything's so up to date and modern and why would you want to use anything from antiquity? Oh, yeah, maybe because they knew things better than we know them today. So here it goes. Long ago, as a Chinese emperor, you had to live a long time. Let me tell you. You also had to prove your virility. Did you not? You had to produce heirs. You had to stay healthy so that you could live a long time and produce heirs. Plus, you had to prove your power and your wisdom. So how? Did all of that come about if you were going to satisfy all these concubines all the time? You would be worn out. I don't care who you are. You can't keep up with hundreds of concubines. Sorry. An emperor would have intercourse with as many as two to three hundred concubines a session. Now, he didn't go and have sex with two to three hundred at one time. He might spend one minute with this person and five minutes with this person. But he cultivated himself so that he didn't have an orgasm. Well, then how could a guy do that? Most guys can't last more than a certain amount of time. Well, he cultivated himself 
not to have an orgasm. So he could last hours and hours and hours. Sometimes seven, eight, nine, ten hours. What else did he have to do? Plus, he had all these concubines he had to take care of to prove his virility. What happened by doing this for seven, eight, nine, ten hours? He stimulated his organs. He kept himself healthy. You see, because back then, people didn't lift weights and go run marathons and do this kind of thing. They didn't have time for that. When you weren't ruling your kingdom, you just went and had sex, apparently. So when did you sleep? I don't know. This is the way it was. Taoist priests used to build the power of an emperor through sex. Long sessions. Now, if he had sex with only one, then he may only get the attributes from that one. So if he had sex with many different women, he could maximize all-around stimulation. I'll get more of that upcoming. So he had Taoist priests helping him who studied, contemplated, wrote down, deciphered, witnessed, and scribed everything they could figure out regarding sex. From petting, kissing, touching, hugging, and actual intercourse. If you were a woman of royalty, then you need to produce heirs. So you have to be healthy as well. You have to live long. Then you had to pleasure the emperor when he had to actually have sex with you and not all these concubines. Hopefully, you were prettier than them. Otherwise, well, you might, might get leftovers, you know what I mean? Then if you were the concubine, you would have to provide promoting pleasure to him. You would have to make sure that he got from you exactly what the Taoist priests knew you could provide. Again, we'll get into more of this upcoming. So now on to us. So if an emperor could go that long, obviously he didn't develop this right away. I mean, it took him a while. But why are we so quick? What's the hurry? Why can't we just satisfy each other? Long as you can. There's no rush. The longer the event, the better for your health. Because there's health benefits. So take your time. What's the hurry? You understand, Eric. It's really awesome. If you knew my wife, if you knew my husband, that has nothing to do with it. Your desire to be uncontrolled means it's done quick and there's no health benefits. Why not extend that pleasure and get healthy? More energy, better immune system, better hormone balance, because obviously during sex, lots of hormones are going to occur. You increase your longevity. It lowers your stress. And it's also more enjoyable in your life. You've got love with your partner. There's that connection. And there's also a higher state of your experience as a human. That one is kind of weird. And if you keep listening, I will teach you. I'll teach you how. But a higher state, what that means is probably where you're living right now in your life is dull. Pleasure is in your five senses. And I'll guarantee you, all those senses are short-lived. Think about it. Taste. Once that food is consumed, it's over. So when you eat something that's sugar, it's done. That's only a couple minutes. Eyes. 
Whatever you're looking at, probably done in a few minutes, on and on. Whereas sex is touch, technically, but it's a connection with another human being. And you can make that sensation last as long as you want. I'm going to teach you how. So when can you do this? Well, anytime you want, especially beneficial if you have a schedule. You see, your body loves schedules. It's got a rhythm. It's called a homeostasis, which we're going to have an episode in the future. Your body loves schedules and rhythms. It, it actually really does. Because once you fall into this balance, your body's like, oh yeah, this is where I want to be. The problem is, if that balance is very low on a health state, let's say sitting on a couch eating Doritos and ice cream, watching television most of your life, that's your homeostasis. Anything outside of that hurts. Well, if your homeostasis is of a high level, let's just say using your brain, using your spirit, and using your body in very productive, high states, then that becomes your homeostasis. You don't want to sit on the couch and waste time eating sugar and Doritos. You see? Well, with sex, when you get into a pattern of this hormonal rush, and there are thousands of hormones and hormones they don't even know that occur during sex, before and after, by the way, and not only before and after and during, but they can go for days on end because hormones are extremely powerful. They're the most powerful things in your body. To give you an example, a woman only makes a quarter teaspoon of estrogen her whole life. So how much power do hormones hold during regular scheduled sex? They can extend into the hours and days afterwards. By the way, Exercise does the same thing. Whatever you do right now, let's say it's 7 p.m. and you're out of work and you go work out, those hormones are utilized for up to two to three days later. In some cases, depending on the hormone, they've seen them last up to a week later. Your body loves scheduling. It has a rhythm. That's called the homeostasis. Now, your sexual organs have energy meridians. I know you've heard this concept before, like I just spoke about, but there is such a thing as like reflexology, areas of your body associated with other areas of your body, like your feet or your hands. Why does it feel so good when people rub your hands or your feet? You know, if you were my wife, I'd massage your feet every night until you fell asleep. If I rubbed your knee, Would it feel as good as your hand or your foot? No, it doesn't. Why is that? Isn't that amazing? That's because there are more reflexology points on your hands and feet than on your knees. Well, maybe if you're on your knees, there are some other points that are affecting your body, but I I digress. Anyone who knows anatomy will tell you your whole body is connected. Well, your sexual organs are connected to other organs in other areas of your body, just like your feet and your hands or even your eyes. So to bring this home, let's let's not start giggling here because we're going right back to seventh grade. But there's areas of the penis that correspond with organs. And it's the same thing with the vagina. Boys have a penis. Girls have vagina. (laughs) So the depth 
and angle of sex stimulate different areas associated with those organs and therefore what the organs do, like the pineal gland to secrete melatonin or the thymus to secrete white blood cells. The more you activate these organs, the more these organs are, quote, exercised, so to speak, just like anything else. You exercise your muscles. How do you do that? That would be the central nervous system. Sex works the organs through the nervous system. You have nerves running throughout your body. They connect everything. You can stimulate your big toe in order to stimulate your heart. You can lift weights with your biceps to stimulate that muscle. You can meditate and lower your heart rhythm. It's all connected. Here's a stupid analogy, but one that is highly entertaining for pretty much everybody who ever does it. So when you have a dog that's laying on its back and you start scratching his belly and then his leg starts going crazy. Yeah. Why? That's because there's a nervous system and you're stimulating one point and he can't control the other one. So we sit there and laugh, think it's super funny. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand what's so funny. Well, that's the same thing. You can turn someone on by rubbing their feet and they get sexually excited because you're rubbing areas that correspond to those areas. And once the blood starts going, once that central nervous system gets stimulated through the brain and it connects to those areas and guess what happens? You have a massive erection. Oh yeah. To summarize, the sexual positions will hit different areas better than others. So positions do matter. <gasps> oh, 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 oh God, oh, yes, 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 oh, 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 yes, 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 oh, yes, 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 oh, 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 God. Oh. Remember, I said there are areas of the penis and the vagina that are associated with organs or areas of your body. So the base of the penis is different than the tip. The opening of the vagina is different than all the way inside. And from those different areas will actually correspond in the body. Almost like God knew what he was doing. Yes, I just brought God into it again. Because sex is a parasympathetic activity. It reduces stress. Even though you are actively giving or receiving, it's part of his plan. Or if you don't believe in God, it's just the way your body works. When you are connected to another person, your EMF fields are intertwined. Remember, many episodes ago, I talked about how masturbation was actually not good for the human because the EMF fields are not intertwined. This is why. Because you must be on the same resonance. So when you're intertwined in the EMF fields with your partner, you are on the same resonance, same vibration. You want to be in that same mindset for healing 
You want to both come together and say, oh, this one is for healing. Let's concentrate on what we're doing. I know sex after fighting is fun, but it is more aggression than healing. Sex doesn't always have to be about healing, but isn't after sex healing in its own way? So this is where your mind, body, and spirit need to be in check. All right. Well, how do you get these in check? Here's how you start to do this. I'm going to give you some stuff. First thing, your environment. What do you mean? Well, it needs to be quiet. And if your parents, well, that's going to be late at night. It needs to be soothing or familiar. The smells need to be appropriate. The sounds around you. The bed needs to be awesome. Set up properly. No TV at all. Whatsoever. That includes watching movies you shouldn't be watching. You know what I mean? This is about your healing, not about watching other people. And then things like candles. You want to create this environment in your bedroom, which shouldn't have a TV anyway, of healing and pleasure. So it needs to be quiet and soothing. Everything needs to be familiar. The smells are really important because it's part of the sensory experience, like with the sounds. It's all sensory, you know, because it's quiet. You can hear the sounds because it's soothing. You can smell things. The bed is awesome and it's set up for comfort and to help each other out. Sometimes it might need pillows underneath the body and things like this. And the candles create the smell and makes it soothing and creates really good light. You see? Why, why do women find it romantic when those things all come together? That's because they're very receiving. They are noticing all of these things without even noticing these things. Men aren't quite the same, but once you get used to this atmosphere, men, you will desire this. Remember, this is for healing. We're using this principle right now to heal the body or make it more healthy. If you're having sex because of fighting, well, none of that really matters. You're just getting aggression out. If you're just having a quickie, mm. oh. Oh, oh. Yeah. then some of these things don't apply either. This is for healing. Now, your mental side of things have to be in order. So you could, all right, I know this is getting really, you know, this matters. You can utilize things like this. Ready? So the mental prayer. Prayer before sex can be extremely awesome and set your mind up. And by the way, you don't have to be a Christian to pray. You can pray together to anything. Well, just not bad things. You can also do meditation together. You can speak your feelings about each other to each other so that you become one. That's the point of the prayer meditation and speaking feelings. You want to connect on a spiritual, emotional level. Trust me, men, she'll dig this. I'm telling you. She wants to hear your feelings about her. She wants to tell you her feelings about how she feels about you. And if you guys aren't feeling that, I'm sorry. You need to. You also need to have a plan. How long? How long is the session going to be? 
what benefits do we want out of this? Because if you look into this, you will find out what areas of the penis and the vagina correspond to areas of your body. So if you have issues with stress when you want to work those adrenals, you'll know where and what attaches to where and what and how to focus on those things. And then you want to know before you start what to do afterwards. This is the one that drives everybody crazy. I want to go to sleep. I want to talk. I want food. I have to get up in the morning, so sorry, but I can't eat food with you. No, just have a plan. Start earlier, whatever it takes. But afterwards is as important as the start or the middle. What's the conclusion? What did you feel? Did we do it correctly? How do you think this all worked out? Did you receive what you needed to receive? I didn't receive what I was hoping to receive, but I let you receive what you needed because I think that was more important. Yada, 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 right? You work these things out. Then by knowing afterwards what happened, you know how to plan for the next time. This should be a regular schedule in your life. This is not something that is oh, once a month or whatever. Now, if that's all you can do, it's what you got to do. This should be a regular occurrence, like a lot regular. Now, how do you prepare for a better sex life? So now that you want to have all this long, drawn out sex before orgasm with your partner to increase your health, how do you do this? Because for most people, they can't do that. It's a few minutes and it's over. Plus, there's two ways to increase health through sex. One is physical with your partner. The other is preparation for physical with your partner, plus taking care of your sexual organs. So think about it like this. The emperor would take care of his physical organs, and then he went to have sex with concubines. You can take care of your sexual organs before having sex with your partner for an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, whatever it is. I'm almost done, I swear. Yes, that is possible. The first way is to do what's called a deer exercise. Now, both men and women can do this. The deer exercise has many benefits, but the Taoist priests realized that deer used to do some things that no other animal did. And yet they had good longevity and a high sex drive and high reproduction. Well, that's what a emperor needed. So what can we get out of this? Well, we can do similar type of thing for ourselves. So I'm going to hit this for men first, and then we'll get into women. Men, this will help you in all areas of sex. This will also help you in the health of your body for the rest of your life, especially the ones that affect men the most. Side note is, this is a pleasurable experience on its own. Once you're doing this on a regular basis, you won't want to stop. It becomes a part of your life. And when you stop doing it, you'll realize you do not feel well. By doing this deer exercise, you can actually increase the time duration 
that you can have sex pleasuring her and yourself. So it increases your pleasure and her, and then also the strength of your orgasm. Yes, you can make your orgasm way better than it is now. I mean, way better. That was awesome. <laughs> it also activates all your organs, which are associated with all these things that organs do. It also increases your blood circulation to the lower extremities. So the prostate and rectum and anus. I am Cornholio. My bunghole, it goes Yeah. If you didn't think the rectum and anus were just as important as the prostate, let me tell you, think cancer, hemorrhoids, can't control bowel movements as you get older. Gotta go to the bathroom, daddy. Not now, damn it. Seriously, when you lose that ability, that's called incontinence. And that means diapers. So now's the time to start, guys. Also, we'll lower your stress it lowers it dramatically. It puts you into a state where you have signaled your central nervous system in such a way that it's impossible to be stressed out and it lasts for a long time. All right, that's just part of what it can do. There's so much more and maybe we'll have an episode in the future about this kind of stuff. That's just basically. Here's how you do it. The exercise has a few phases. The first phase is the best way to do this is to be naked. If you can't, for whatever reason, it is what it is. But naked in any position, sitting up on the edge of the bed, in a chair, lying down on your back, whatever works for you, whatever is the most comfortable and puts you into a state of relaxation. You then rub your hands together to make them warm. You then cup your sack and berries with one hand, and then the other hand you place on the area just below your navel. Slight pressure with that hand below the navel and move your hand clockwise or counterclockwise. Either direction is up to you to start with. In circles, 81 times. Why 81? Doesn't matter. That's what the Taoist priests realized. So, 81 is the way to go. Then, when you're done with that, you then reverse your hands the opposite, and then the other hand will circle the other direction. So if the first time you did it clockwise, then your other hand will do it counterclockwise. Guess how many times? 81. The whole time you want to concentrate on the feel of being warm in the moment. Your hand is warm. Both hands are warm, not intentional. This is not like you're imagining what's going on. You just realize, relax and realize, yeah, hands warm. I've moved it 81 times. Sack and berries are warm. We're doing good. Concentrate and feel the warmth and be in the moment. This is intentional. There's no reason to use your imagination. Imagination works against you in this situation. You want to be just in the moment. You can feel the warmth on your pubis area below your navel with your hand and your sac and berries. Now, that's phase one. Then move on to the next phase 
when you're ready. You don't have to do it right away. You can just do phase one as many times as you want if you like that. But the goal is to move on to phase two. Two is the goal. So let's move on to that. Now, phase two, on the other hand, is a little bit different. This time we're gonna change things up a little bit and this is where the pleasure comes in and we'll get to that, but just bear with me. Now, after you've done those two things, now, just keeping your hands where they are, you're gonna tighten the muscles around your anus and draw them up and in. I mean, like, you're feeling like you're going inward with your, you know what? When done properly, it'll feel as if, like, air is being drawn up into your rectum or, like, your entire anal area is being drawn up in and, like, upward. Like, just picture that happening. Ew. Tighten as hard as you can. Hold on to your butts. And hold as long as you're able to do so comfortably. Then, stop, relax, calm down. <sighs> that was intense. If you've never done that before, I'm telling you, that's going to freak you out a little bit. Now, you're going to repeat the same thing. You're going to do these uh, anal contractions. This is where the laughter comes in because you're in seventh grade. Do this as many times as you can without feeling discomfort, all right? Now, when you first start, you might find that you're able to do it eh, for just like a few seconds. Don't don't worry about it. It'll get better. You're <laughs> It's going to get longer. And the point is do as long as you can. And then like several weeks later, you'll be able to uh, hold it for quite a while. And you won't experience anything like straining or like you're not going to be tired down there. You're going to feel powerful. So do that as much as you can. Stop. Relax. You could do that as many times as you want. You can do that without cupping the berries in your hand. Your thing. You can do the anal contractions while you're driving your car, sitting at work, whenever. The more you do it, the better. Now, in the moment, meditatively sitting in a chair holding a sack of berries and on your bed maybe your wife's doing her deer exercise while you're doing yours you're both are in your zen moment awesome but you can do this anytime you want while you're doing this you want to be cognizant and concentrate there's a certain feeling you're going to feel like a tingling sensation almost like a electrical you're going to feel it coming up from your anus Really quickly, like fractions of a second, just it just shoots right up. Don't force it with your mind. Just let it happen. Just know what's happening. This is good. This is what you want. This is what you're going for. Now, that feeling of energy shooting up, you may only feel it a little bit. You might feel it go all the way up into your head. Wherever you feel it stop, that's the organ that needs help. Okay? This is all electricity we're talking about. I'm not talking about any woo-woo stuff. This is pure electrical conduction from your butthole all the way to your brain. And where it stops, yeah, that organ's not good. This will help that. And then when you're having sex, you know what to stimulate to fix that organ. When you do this, it stimulates the process to secrete hormones like endorphins. Those, are, those create like a natural high. You could possibly end up having a small orgasm. 
you know, it doesn't mean anything's going to come out. It just means you might have this, this orgasm because you've caused this electricity to shoot through your prostate. It's a good thing. You want that. It's fine to do that. But point is, you're trying to bring as much electricity and blood flow to the lower extremities in order to bring that electricity up through your nerves all the way up into your brain. And by doing that, it goes through organs. There are some side benefits to doing this, not just the fact you might have a small orgasm without any ejaculate, but it helps to create health of your prostate. It makes it be able to be supple so it can enlarge when it needs to and contract when it needs to. So you get rid of all of those problems like weakness and hardening and cancer and stuff. And then the nerves around your pubic area and your penis, those problems correct. And then you can stop things like impotence or premature ejaculation. And then the contraction of your anal muscles will actually, <laughs> it sounds weird, but they know this, it'll enlarge the head of the penis, which then gives more pleasurable sensations to not only you, but her. Oh. Now, here's a side note, okay? If by doing this, you start to get an erection, the hand that's cupping your sack and berries, you take that thumb, the very base, press very hard, quite sharply, press it down to stop the blood flow and pause that sucker, okay? pretty simple and just keep moving on. Don't worry about it. Just keep moving on. Eventually you'll have control. Once you have done this for a, a little while, you'll notice that you have a lot of power down there. The way to figure this out is not only during ejaculation, but while you're urinating, you can block the flow of urine using just your anal muscles. Now you have the perineum muscles. Those are between your sac and your anus and then you have your anal muscles. If you use your anal muscles and can control urine flow, you're starting to get really strong down there. That's good. You want that. That's like, that's your marker. Okay. And same with women. That's the same thing for you guys. That locking mechanism, now the power you get from the anal muscles and then the power you're going to get from the perineum muscles are going to help you stop and lock your ejaculation. And that's the end of part one. I'm going to leave you hanging. Or in this case, maybe not hanging. We'll get into the locking method, the women's deer exercise, and a lot of other really cool things that you'll want to know about in the next episode. Trust me, ladies, you're definitely going to want to listen to the next episode. You'll thank me later. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. If you want to contact me, my info is in the description box. Feel free to ask a question or suggest a topic, maybe some feedback, whatever. I look at every email and every comment, but please be constructive. I will not tolerate spam or rudeness or lewd comments. This is a place for healing and knowledge, not a negative space. If you want to read the transcript, it will be located on my website for each episode. It is therealityofhealth.com.